0: In the morning when they all woke up, they noticed as they looked over that the Mora was still there, awake, sat, hugging the block of gold. It looked tired, but it looked like it hadn't slept at all, maybe not for a very long time. Kai and Sophia were getting ready to go to the Purple Lands, as so they were busy with Kesta packing and looking at maps. While they were busy with that, Oren and Arthur and Sneers decided they would try and find a way to get this Mora to talk. Oren thought he may as well just try, and so he tried talking to the Mora. He walked up to them and sat beside them. Hello, he said, but the Mora didn't look. Hello, can you hear me? he said, but the Mora just sat there hugging and rocking the block of gold. Hello, he shouted, and still there was no response. Oren got right in front of the Mora and looked straight in their face. "'Can you hear me?' he said. "'But nothing. The Mora was just staring at the gold. "'I don't understand,' said Oran. "'I don't know if it can't hear me or if it's ignoring me. "'How do I tell?' "'Maybe we should take the gold away from it,' said Arthur. "'If we hid the gold and stayed here in the room, "'would the Mora eventually begin to see us "'when it realised it couldn't get the gold?' "'I'm not sure,' said Snizz. "'But let's try,' Snizz being the biggest swept in, and grabbed the gold. The Mora clung tight to it, and while Sneez pulled on one end, the Mora clung on the other. They tussled and scrambled for a bit, but eventually Sneez won. He took the block of gold and he ran out the door. The Mora ran to the door and was trying desperately to open it, but Sneez had locked it from the other side. Oren and Arthur were surprised, and they sat back and watched. The Mora rattled the door and scratched the door and thumped the door. Oh it said. The Mora clearly wanted, maybe even needed the gold. Oo it said, and it rattled the door again. Luckily, the doors in the Kinder Castle are strong, for eventually the Mora began to run at the door. It would get further and further away from the door each time for a bigger run-up. It would run and then with its shoulder it would barge against the door trying to burst it open. But it didn't work. Owen and Arthur were a little bit alarmed. And for a while they didn't want the Mora to be able to see them or hear them or anything. So they kept still and they kept quiet. Ooooooh! said the Mora, who was clearly very distressed. After realising it wasn't going to get out of the door, it tried to see if it could climb out of the window. But the windows were high up, and when the mora looked down towards the ground, the one thing it seemed that it could see is that it was high up. <gasps> said the mora. Next, the mora began to look through all of the cupboards and drawers. He looked under the bedsheets and duvets, under the pillows And then under the mattresses, turning all the mattresses over, looking, maybe there would be gold. Next, it started to look behind the cupboards, and under the cupboards, and under the rugs, and behind the mirror. It was desperate to find gold, and when there was no gold there, it did not know what to do. Then it started trying to look through the cracks in the floorboards. It started trying to find things to poke down the floorboards to see if there was anything in there. But nothing. That's when the mora became distressed. <coughs> it said, and it pulled at its ears with its hands. It wrung its hands, and it walked up and down, up and down, in the same path across the room. Every now and then it would become frustrated and would bang at the wall. And then it would go back to walking backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards, up and down the room. In between walking, it was groaning and moaning. Orrin and Arthur just sat there in the room, trying to be as still and quiet as possible. But after hours of this, hours and hours of pacing back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, checking again under the rugs, checking again under the mattresses, checking again under the pillows, checking behind the cupboards, checking everywhere. After hours of this, the Mora began to slow down. He would sit down for a while and stare into space. And then, as if from nowhere, it would get the impulse to check just one more time and would get up and run across the room and check maybe behind something or under something. And so this went on for a long time too. And eventually, something very unexpected happened. The Mora lay down in Snit's bed and pulled the ten kinder duvets around them. It closed its eyes. Orn and Arthur noticed that it was still and quiet. They watched the rise and fall of its breath. But for a long while, they didn't dare move. But when eventually they were certain that what they were seeing was actually what they were seeing, they realised the Mora was asleep. They heard it breathing gently and slowly, and they saw its face look for the first time relaxed. I think it's asleep, said Arthur. Me too, said Oren. What shall we do? I think we should let it sleep, said Arthur. And he went to the window and saw Sniz outside. Psst, he said. Sniz, Sniz. Yes, said Sniz. What's happened to the Mora? The funny noises seem to have stopped. It's fallen asleep, said Arthur. Fallen asleep, said Sniz. Yes, can you let us out, please, Sniz? I need the loo. Oh, yes, of course I can, said Snizz. And he ran up the stairs, and they heard the key turn in the lock. And Sniz opened the door, and there saw Amora asleep in his bed. I can't believe it, he said. I didn't even know that they could sleep. Neither do we, but it is asleep and we think maybe it's best to let it sleep, said Oren. For the rest of the day, the Mora slept, and after Orin and Arthur had said goodbye to Kind Sophia, and Unicorn and sent them on their way, they took Kester up to the bedroom, and showed him how the Mora had slept and slept and slept. And the whole night, the Mora slept. And when they woke up in the morning, the Mora was still asleep. Should we wake it up or something? said Sneers, who had a slightly crick back from sleeping not with his usual ten duvets, but lying across three kinder beds. The gaps in between the beds had not been the most comfortable. It looks really comfy, that mora, said Sniz, who was a little bit jealous. I don't think we should wake it up, said Arthur. If it needs to sleep, it needs to sleep. They went about their day around the castle. They did some work with Kester, and every now and then they checked on the mora, just to see if it was okay. At one point in the afternoon, when they were having a snack, it was Arthur's turn to go and check on the mora, and so he walked all the way up the stairs to go and see. And when he walked in the bedroom, the mora was still asleep. But, for the first time ever, he thought he heard the mora say something. It was still fast asleep, but it was mumbling as it slept. (laughs) Arthur wasn't sure. Had he really heard it say something? But then he listened again, and again it mumbled and said something. Had he really heard the words he thought he heard? He ran down the stairs and out onto the lawn to Snizz and Orrin. Snizz? Orrin? he said. The moor was mumbling in its sleep, and I think I heard it say something. Come, come, he said. Orin and Snizz jumped to their feet and they followed Arthur up the stairs. And when they came in, it was moving about and it was mumbling again. It was clearly having a very vivid dream. It was moaning. moaning. They listened because they all thought they heard the same thing, but they weren't sure. Did you hear what I heard? said Arthur. Did you hear what I heard? said Orin. Did you hear what I heard? said Snizz.